0: Welcome to A Tad Bit Crunchy, a podcast about transforming your life using natural and holistic hacks. I'm Whitney Bean, wellness and life coach and mom of four. I'm curious and learning right alongside you. I believe we can achieve better health and balance and still be on time for soccer practice most of the time. Hey friends, welcome to the show. I'm so glad that you're listening today. We are still enjoying a little bit of summer over here. We haven't started school yet and it's 100 degrees right now. I know there's people in the world in hotter areas, but man, 100 degrees is pretty dang hot. So we're just enjoying summer where we can and trying to stay cool. Um, I wanted to just mention about uh, the Restoring Balance program. Um, you probably heard me say a few things about it in the past, but I just wanted to mention. So, what we're doing is an annual program, so one-year program. It's for those who are ready to commit to create a heck of a lot of change in their lives, and who would like somebody to help them do that. So, um, within that program, uh, you have ten weeks of one-on-ones with me and then um, once a week, sorry, once a month meetings with me for the remainder of the year. And then throughout the month, we have two coaching calls uh, with the whole group. And then a third one um, specific to families and how to teach kids emotional intelligence. And for those parents who are having questions with um, how to teach all this good stuff to their kids, uh, we also have um, live meditations and other awesome, some things that go on throughout the month. So go ahead and take a look at that, Uh, whitneybean.com backslash um, membership-signup or whitneybean.com and you can click on the membership tab at the top. Um, So today we get to talk a little bit about something cool. Um, You know, it is August right now and we're looking forward to the next few months. We've got fall coming up and holidays starting after that. And I know, I know that there are those of you out there who have already started planning for Christmas. Is that true? Raise of hands. I, uh, I know that there's those of you who are thinking about what to get your friends and family for Christmas and maybe have even started looking, shopping and purchasing for the upcoming holidays. And so with that in mind, thinking about, um, how awesome you are at planning ahead and how much you think about other people and what um, they could use and what kind of things would improve and enhance their life. I want to think today about how you can plan for yourself for the future. What is it that you can gift to yourself, your future self, starting today? So even if you're not the one who's planning Christmas right now in August, I have not purchased any Christmas presents yet. <laughs> I want you to think about how how much you think about other people and what they could use. and And on a day-to-day basis, even with your own family, maybe your kids, your spouse, your neighbors, you know, sometimes we have things pop up where we think, oh, I should do that for that person or hey, let's bring an extra few muffins over to the neighbors. And I want you to think about if you could just harness that power of giving and loving and selflessness, and gift it to yourself, what would that look like? And how do you continue to do that day after day, week after week? Um, I go back to the question that I absolutely love, which is, How can I best love myself? And sometimes it's, you know, if you just have a few minutes, it's, How can I love my How can I best love myself in the next five minutes? Or if it's, hey, I'm looking forward to this week. How can I best love myself this week? And by thinking in the present moment about what you can do for yourself in the future, You are creating a huge, huge mind shift. You're creating so many good ripples that can, um, that can reach out far into the future, that can really shift your mindset, that can change, literally change what's going on in the biology of your body and the thoughts that are happening in your mind and the healing that you can have within your heart and your relationships. And so I want you to think just today, kind of be open to the concept of maybe it's possible to plan for the future and really create quite the difference, quite the change by gifting certain types of self-care for you in the future. So I want you to think of Newton's law, and I don't know what number it is. (laughs) I'm sure that my 12-year-old knows. Third? Maybe third law? Newton's third law? Maybe. (laughs) Asking that question, um, it it says uh, something in motion stays in motion and an object at rest stays at rest. So if you are kind of stuck in that mindset of like, okay, this is, this is how things are day to day. You know, this is how just how things are as a mom. This is just how things are when you get to my age. This is just how things are when I have a job. You know, kind of stuck in that mindset of um, not acceptance but uh, compla- complacency. You know, just kind of thinking like this is as good as it gets here. That would be. An object that is not in motion, an object at rest. And then I want you to think of what can it look like? What would an object in motion look like? You know, thinking ahead to the future, thinking now, where can I create change? You know, how can I um, enhance my health? How can I um, enhance my relationships? How can I be more present with my kids? How can I feel more happiness day to day? And so those are ideas and thoughts that come from an object in motion. And if we get set in those um, um, thoughts that become actions that become habits of kind of just being apathetic and staying where we are then we are missing out on so much you know our bodies and our brains and our ourselves we're we're meant to grow we're meant to change we're meant to move forward we're meant to look to the future we're meant to create in the present moment to to shift things moving forward and so i want you to think of in the present moment right now you know what does that look like what does that that mindset look like and you can even say you know, what does the, the mind in in motion <laughs> look like? And I'm not talking about racing thoughts. I'm not talking about, you know, those thoughts that just keep looming and moving around, but I'm talking about those optimistic thoughts about your own future. And so we're going to use that Newton's law and think about, you know, I don't want to stay at rest, right? Where if we're meant to change, we're meant to create, we're meant to grow, what are those thoughts look like? And most of the time, fighting against the old thoughts is really difficult. It, it takes effort. It really takes. Effort, But I do believe that it gets easier, and I do believe that it is 100% possible. So in the present moment, we're going to just think about how can you optimistically decide what you're going to gift yourself in the future. And what we're talking about here really is effective self-care. If you are working on effective self-care, then you are working from a place of the present moment thinking about yourself in the future, the cool thing here about that effective self care is that it could be so personalized. You don't have to think about like, well, that's what so and so is doing or that's what my neighbor's doing. But think about for you yourself, what is going to feel energizing? What is going to feel relaxing and what is going to feel uh, healing to you yourself? And so I just went through, I wrote down a, a few, um, a few choices, a few different options. And there, I mean, there are endless amounts of ideas that you could come up with here. And some of these are going to resonate with you and some may not, maybe none of them will, but I want you to think about for you yourself, what could that gift look like that would help you to move forward? And the the other thing I want to say here too, is that I'm going to name some actions, but I want you to think about when that's going to happen because you can like purchase a book on mindset. You can purchase, you know, an app to help you meditate, but unless you create the time and set a time, a specific time that you are going to do that. And you're going to say, Hey, I'm going to do that two times this week. And it's going to be at seven 30 in the morning before um, we're getting the kids off to school. And that's what I'm going to do. Unless you set that time aside, it feels really really difficult it's going to feel a lot harder but if you set that time aside then it feels so much easier so that's a gift that you can give to yourself too in the present moment is to decide when that's going to happen we know that our brain goes through so much and it uses a lot of energy. And so any piece of your gift or your self-care that you don't identify now in the present moment, it's going to feel like a struggle when you go to do that thing. So for example, if you decide that you want to um, read a new book and then you wake up tomorrow morning and you say, hey, I'm ready to read that book, but then you also have to you know, uh, gather the family up and get to the library, find out that maybe it's not even there and you have to put it on hold and you've got a couple more weeks before you get it in your hands. So if you can plan ahead And put it on hold today. Or if you can ask around and see if one of your friends has it today and make those um, plans ahead of time, then you are setting yourself up for success. And so as we go through these actions to think about when are you going to do that? Get really specific. When I work with clients and they tell me that actionable step and I can feel that's like, oh, there's resistance there, right? Like I know you want to do this thing, but then is that practical? Is it realistic? So if they say, I'm going to go on a run six days this week and they, you can just see in their face, it's like, oh, that sounds so hard. <laughs> then I'll just ask them, does that feel practical? Does that feel realistic to you? And then let's say they say, you know what, four is probably pretty realistic. And then I say, what time of day are you going to do it? Which days are you going to do it? So we're trying to just take the guesswork out of anything that we can right there in the moment to save space for your brain. So your brain does not have to problem solve a hundred different things in order to make that one action possible. So back to our list. So here are a few, of the gifts that you could gift your future self so number one would be placing your workout clothes on the bathroom counter the night before you plan on working out so before you go to bed when you're getting ready for bed making sure you've got everything you need all those workout clothes putting them right on your counter Another one would be planning ahead for food, specifically setting an instant pot or setting a crock pot when you have a minute, when you have a couple minutes, rather than thinking in the last minute, oh my gosh, what's for dinner? How are we going to make it? We don't have enough time. We've got soccer practice. So planning ahead is going to be something that can be so beneficial for your brain and for reducing stress. Um, the next one would be making the appointments that you need with practitioners, with various practitioners, I can for sure say, I am not great at this. (laughs) I am really good with certain practitioners and other ones I just put off and I am not the best at. But really, you know, if I were to think about what could I give to my future self, man, if I were working, um, more, more frequently with certain practitioners, I think that I would have better health. I would be better off. I would worry less about the things that I can't see with a naked eye about my own health. And so making appointments with practitioners is really a way to gift your future self um, health and to say, hey, I'm thinking about you. And it's not to say that practitioners are the only way that you can achieve health, right? But sometimes we put off um even th- just those normal appointments that we need, you know, making sure that you're getting your teeth cleaned every six months, for example, and, and things like that. Um, another one that you could do is right now, text a friend and plan a time to go on a walk with them. Another one would be to go to bed early. How hard is this one? <laughs> I loved in the well, well, well podcast. Um, when I was listening to that a couple months ago, they had a show where they talked about sleep. And one of my favorite things that they said was, "If you are doing an activity at nighttime, ask yourself, is this something that I would wake up for? Would I wake up early for this activity? So, let's say you're going to watch Netflix for one hour. Ask yourself the question: Am I? Would I wake up one hour earlier to do this activity? And I would say for myself, most of the time, the answer is going to be, heck no, I'm not. I'm not going to do that. There's other times when I feel like just, um, you know, getting the dishwasher started is a huge gift to my future self. So I'm not saying that some of those activities are not worthwhile, but just think about, you know, how can you plan to get to bed earlier? I had a, a client session just the other day where she was wanting to get to bed earlier and we had to really, again, like knock out so many of the details so the brain doesn't have to fight against it last minute. I said, okay, what time do you want to be in bed? She said, I want to be in bed, able to close my eyes at 10 o'clock. And I said, okay, how long does it take you to shut down the house, to get ready for bed, make sure the kids are all where they are, where they need to be? And she said, probably an hour. So I said, that means your bedtime routine needs to start at nine o'clock. And before nine o'clock, you need to be making sure the kids know, hey, this time is coming up you know, I'm closing down shop at nine o'clock. And so really like getting down to the nitty gritty of like, if we say I'm going to go to bed early and then at 10 o'clock, you're like, oh my gosh, it's that time I said I was going to go to bed at 10. But then you know that it takes a few minutes to shut down the house, right? You know that it takes a little while to start the dishwasher to get ready for the next morning. So make sure that you are planning ahead and creating space and time for that. And then the last piece that I want to mention is just talking about your overall health. If we're thinking about, you know, I work with a lot of clients that have health issues. And even when they're coming to me with um, relationship issues or with not feeling connected to their purpose, there's still usually some amount of health issues that could be improved on. And as they clear up in other areas, their health... improves overall because we are holistic beings right we are working in a full system and so when we're working in the mind to the heart the body and the spirit all together we have the best chance at um improving all of those at the same time and so um the three pillars of health um that i i, I heard on the the proof podcast this last week and they're no surprise but i think we all just take them for granted so number one is sleep number two, nutrition, and number three is exercise. And if we really think about each of those things and say, okay, hey, if I'm gifting myself, my future self, um, better health or better mental health or better relationships or a better relationship with myself, what does that entail? And I absolutely believe that these three items that typically kind of go with physical health, they really do improve relationships. They really do help you to show up as who you want to be. They really do help with the mental health and with the thoughts that are going on inside your head. And so that first one, sleep, make sure that you are you are doing whatever you can to enhance the amount of sleep. So increasing the amount of sleep if you're not getting enough and also the quality of sleep. Make sure that you are working on that quality of sleep. And you know, if you're waking up and you're like, man, I slept eight hours, but I just feel exhausted. So look into that. Look into why that is. And the next one, nutrition. This is a huge one. Obviously, we know that the fuel that we're putting in our body, can take us or break us right we know that yet how many times are we you know filling our bellies putting things inside of us that we know is not going to be good fuel I did this just this week I have I had this trail mix (laughs) that was like it's delicious by the way but it's um it's like cashews and almonds and it has like those yogurt drops and craisins in it and I used to eat it a lot more and I have kind of weaned myself off of it because I could feel that it was like increasing my inflammation a little bit. And so I haven't had it for probably three months and I found it in the pantry yesterday and it looked so good. And so I ate a handful of that. And I had so much inflammation when I woke up this morning. And so it's not necessarily, you know, good nutrition, bad nutrition. What I'm talking about is listening to your own body and making sure that what you're putting inside of you is creating energy, that it is helping you to feel lively and energized and helping you to feel like you can um, take on so many good things during the day as opposed to feeling tired or run down or inflamed. Um, And so for me, I knew, you know, this morning I woke up and I could feel feel that inflammation in my fingers and my toes. I could feel that inflammation a little bit in my gut. And I looked back and thought, okay, what did I eat yesterday that is causing this? And in the long run, I hope that I can eat that kind of stuff and not have a reaction. But I also am so grateful to my body for letting me know that that's not an optimal thing for me to eat. But in general, with nutrition, I would say make sure, um, you know, you're eating whole foods. Really, it comes down to eating whole foods. Eat a variety of foods and try and eat the rainbow. So we're eating all kinds of colors. We're eating blues and purples. We're eating um, greens. You're eating um, yellows. And just make sure that you're getting the whole rainbow and eating a variety of food and that those whole, those foods are mostly whole foods. Um, and then the last one is going to be exercise. And exercise can be so dang fun. And if you haven't found a type of movement or exercise that you enjoy i would say keep experimenting because there are so many different kinds out there i have a friend who is just so passionate about Zumba it does not sound fun to me at all (laughs) but it is her passion and she's so good at it she teaches it I mean she just can live and breathe Zumba but for me it's something like going for a run or playing racquetball I love playing sports I love playing something against somebody else so for me it's like those those sports or that movement of just getting sweaty real fast which I know Zumba does as well Um, and then I also love to do yoga and I love to do some Pilates So make sure that you are experimenting with what kind of exercise you enjoy, because I know a lot of people write off exercise and say, "Ah, it's just not for me, but find some type of movement. I mean, there's so much research that's been done about exercise and how much it improves mental health, how much it improves physical health all over the board. So again, those three pillars of health, sleep, nutrition, and exercise. And if you are feeling like my life's already pretty good, um, spend time improving in these three areas and I promise that you'll feel even better, even more energized and they each help each other. They all, they all piggyback on each other. Before I close today, I just wanted to say, I, um, I just did this meditation a few minutes ago, right before I jumped on, um, to record the podcast. And during this meditation, um, I, I did a guided visualization by Sarah Blondin. I highly recommend her visualizations, her meditations. She's on, um, the Insight Timer app for free. And, um, I sat there and did her, um, meditation. Um, called, I love you. I'm listening. And in that meditation, she talked about, um, imagining that you walked into yourself as if you were, um, you said dropping into your body as if you're walking into an ancient temple or an ancient chapel. And, you know, with reverence, really walking in there. And during that visualization, I uh, I had that visual of walking into the space that was inside of myself, but also a place that I really admired and that I respected and that I did feel a reverence for. And um, <laughs> I noticed within a few minutes, I actually had tears coming out. And that does not happen often when I'm meditating, but I just felt such a, a gratitude for our bodies and for, um, you know, being able to be a part of a community on earth and also trying to continually be aware and self-improve is just such a cool system. And so within that thought of just respecting yourself and and being aware of your own needs, I just wanted to leave you with that thought. Um, because when we're talking about um gifting yourself something to the future, right? What is it that you're gonna gift yourself? I want you to think of yourself. And cherish yourself as if whatever you're creating, whatever you're gifting yourself truly is from your heart. It is exactly what you need. It is exactly what you've been craving for. And um, think of that. And even right now, just think about if I were to gift myself something today and this week for my future self, what would that be? How could I wrap that up in a, in a cool little bow or in a paper bag or, um, under a blanket, (laughs) which we do sometimes when we're wrapping gifts, but how would I gift that for myself? And how would I deliver that to myself? And just thinking about Mick, you are worth a gift, right? You are worth it. And you, um, are a space to be respected and to be admired. So with that, I can't wait to hear what kind of gifts you give yourself this week, what kind of self-care you organize for yourself, yourself, and remember to pick a time to do it, create the space to do it. And I hope you have a wonderful week, and I'll talk to you soon. I'm so glad that you found a tad bit crunchy. You can show your love by leaving a review and sharing the show. Reviews help the podcast to be seen by more curious and intentional women just like you. And of course, sharing the podcast is how we can help more and more folks create a natural and holistic foundation for their health. If you share on social media, be sure to tag me at Coaching so I can show some love. Thanks, guys.